0: Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast. actual play of the Hell's Rebels adventure path. Jordan's in danger.
1: Jordan is in danger. Well, she is in, in, in danger.
0: I yeah. am
2: perfectly safe at home, everyone. As far as he knows.
0: Look out, Jordan, the threat's coming from inside the house. I mean, ah! technically,
3: aren't all of us in a slight bit of danger at all times? That's fair.
2: From, like... You know, rogue asteroids and stuff. Yeah. It's true.
3: There's a high percentage of like accidents that occur in the home and everything like that. Mm. So, you know.
0: If you're listening to this podcast while on a ladder, please be careful in your home. Please do.
2: Make sure if, make sure you have, uh, what is it, three points of contact and somebody holding yeah, the ladder? three points of contact, yeah.
0: situational awareness.
3: I could tell you some wicked stories about falls, but that's not what we're here for today. Nope.
0: That <laughs> isn't what we're here for today. I'm hoping this
2: isn't the Lucia fall.
3: Uh, she's not over
1: a pit. She just has a monster.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, fall is in like, you know, fall from life into death. Ah, yes, that fall. <laughs> I feel sad now.
4: I mean, we're not that far
1: from you. You act like you're in a room all
4: by it's yourself. It's got four
2: claws and it makes me scared. Chesare is just going
1: to walk over there and curb stomp at it. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. You got you're
2: fine.
0: So I suppose we should get back into things, shall we? Agreed. Let's do this. When last we had left our heroes, the Silver Ravens had made their way to Hokum's Phantasmagorium derelict uh, as Rachel keeps pointing out Ripley's a believe it or not place Yes,
1: yes. I love it I'm very excited oh. I've not been let down
0: making your way there believing that this is uh, from what you learned from your ally and friend Rexus Fetacora that this is the potentially the front for the secret base of the sacred order of archivists the Ioran order that was kind of uh, almost the exact opposite of the Asmodean redactors like
2: mm-hmm. if they were here it would be like one of those grudge match showdowns you
0: know Unless it's already happened before you got here.
4: Well, we're hoping oh, that's not. A good point. We, it would be really nice if, you know, his mom was still alive. That would
2: It'd be really nice if any of the archivists were around so they could maybe this like help Tyren's us decode stuff.
5: Mm.
4: <laughs> I know.
1: It's not Tyrant's Grass, which is why I'm allowed to have hope. It's true. If you want no hope, go to our Patreon. <laughs> that's a
2: bad pitch. Oh, Man, that is a God. really rough sell right there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, you know what? Some people like some bleak stuff. It's funny too. Yeah.
2: It
6: is. I mean, yeah
3: i mean there is some hope it's just very dark
6: but uh yeah uh we dealt with what some fake skunk apes i believe skellies yeah you had
0: uh you'd entered inside you'd made your way through the hall of cryptids which had been mm-hmm. full of a variety of different cryptids uh, including uh, a brief appearance by everyone's favorite sandpoint devil as well as a. Uh,
3: Mm -hmm. A large
0: mammoth skull, which they said was a cyclops skull, and (laughs) a trio of skunk ape skeletons which which had been animated. Which
3: were just gorillas.
0: Which were just gorillas
2: I mean, if you imagine how hard it is to to find a cyclops skull, considering aren't they like almost entirely extinct?
1: (laughs) Uh, It's been a long Mm. time. I mean, they're not entirely
0: extinct, yeah. They're just
3: not at the pinnacle of their civilization like they used to be. Yeah,
0: Yeah. unfortunately.
6: That was a long time ago now. The cyclops had a real cool thing going, and then (laughs) eh, Earthfall. I was yeah. just
2: saying, and then Earthfall.
6: I mean, a lot of people had <laughs> cool things going, and then That's Earthfall. That's fair. Yeah, you,
2: can, you can basically sum up a lot of the, the pre-Earthfall history as things were going great, and then Earthfall.
0: <laughs> then the Fire yeah. Nation attack. And
2: then the Earthfall attacked.
0: You had uh, fought the trio of skin capes before making your way into the Hall of the Seas, where you had uh, seen some, some of the explorers, the famed explorations of... Uh, Chilexine's past, and then there was a, a nice little boat display, and then oh, a big tank of which Nicolo had hopped up and looked inside and went, Oh, whatever's in this tank was taken out.
2: And Adria found that cool bottle that like makes a little woo sound. Yeah, I found the, sure. the
0: quote unquote mm-hmm.
3: Sailor Soul. But
2: what is he? Yeah, dead man's souls or something like that. Mm-hmm.
3: All the plants are dead.
0: There's yeah. a short story.
3: Uh oh.
2: Check out <laughs> off your bingo
0: card. <laughs> Called The Terrible Old Man by HP Lovecraft.
4: I mean, that's a lot of short stories.
0: That involves a little bottle that he keeps uh, Sailor's Souls in.
6: Hmm. Anyway. Interesting. Uh, it's actually a really neat short story. I don't. Yeah, I haven't read that one.
2: At some point, somebody's going to compile a reading list of all of the of the short stories and books yeah. that Rick has mentioned. Mm-hmm.
1: There's a novella called The Old Man and the Sea, which has nothing to do with anything, but it is ocean yes. themed, so that's yeah. what I've got. <laughs> See, I was thinking, like, old selkie stories.
4: Oh,
3: those are cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a... It's a short story I read about a selkie once, actually. That was.
3: <laughs> you know what I want to fight that we never fight in this game. <laughs> selkie? I want to f- no. I want to fight a hippocampus, man. They're cool, right? Uh, we could just befriend them in Absalom. We just. I to say, Absalom. wait,
2: wait, isn't there like some people who ride hippocampi? Yeah, there's mm-hmm. like
1: a whole like Coast Guard, like a or whole something. like mm-hmm.
2: Navy Coast Guard
1: thing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs>
6: Yep, reminds me of the Sable Company Marines. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. that has nothing to do with where Short we are. Short stories, selkies,
0: and hippocampuses, all <laughs> nonwithstanding. Which,
6: by the way, will be my
0: autobiography name.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Instead, we are uh, we are here in the the Hall of the Seas, where at the moment, Adria had been looking over these these bottles. Had collected one of the ships in a bottle. I believe it was the Filthy Lucre.
1: Yeah, the Hurricane mm. King's ship.
0: Yep, Lucia was overlooking this uh, this. Carapace remains pretty much the closest you can get to a skeletal remains for a creature that you know has a large carapace.
6: Has an exoskeleton. Exoskeleton. Sort of an mm. Yep.
0: And Vittoria was doing her uh, her investigation. Had determined that something had broken uh, out, seemingly of two of the the glass tanks in here, where Cesare had been off to the side checking around inside of the the hall of deadly plants, I believe. Mm-hmm. And Nicolo had just dropped down from the uh, the tank, had looked over to Lucia, who was standing next to the uh, the desiccated remains of this horrific four clawed monstrosity, of which I don't think Lucia was able to even identify. Nope. And as we begin
6: you anyway, know, let's just go ahead and roll for initiative.
2: Oh, my God. oh boy. Yay.
0: Yeah,
6: Nico, I think, ended last time by going, Lucia, watch out! Lucia, no!
2: It would actually be really funny if you were like, Lucia, no! And it's just like, what? There's nothing here.
6: <laughs> It'd be funny if it was like a triple bluff, and then it was like, no, actually, it was still in the tank the whole time, and then.
2: <laughs> That's its body, Woo-hoo! but its ghost is actually inside of the
6: tank. Mm-hmm.
1: Adria is ready AF. I don't know what it is, but I finished wrapping my little bottle and put it in my mom bag,
6: and now I'm ready. I'm so not ready.
3: <laughs> Chesser is just walking out of this room and like, what is happening? Why is there screaming? I leave
6: you all alone for like one minute. <laughs> Why am I all sticky?
0: I miss something fun.
3: <laughs> oh, God.
6: <laughs> oh, my.
0: <laughs> one of my favorite Philip J. Fry lines. <laughs> 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 Cue up a little combat music here. Sirenscape. Don't trust the tanks.
5: Mm-hmm. I also, if you're listening to that
0: last episode and you have fish tanks, I hope that that inspired you to clean your fish tank mm. Oh Why yeah, that's, those sucker that's fish super that the tank for you? Oh, uh Plex, plex I think are what they call. called They, they look kind them. of like tiny little sharks but then they suck onto things yep. They're really neat looking
1: Weird side tangent, when I was a kid my mom, my dad and me each bought a fish my mom bought the, the sucker fish that cleans the tank and her fish was the only one that lived
0: <laughs> Oh yeah, those things will live forever It became <laughs> huge <laughs> anyway, that's my life. <laughs> when I was a kid, I had a goldfish that cannibalized all the other goldfish and then yeah, they became the biggest goldfish.
2: <laughs> I, uh, I remember winning a, uh, a goldfish and a frog and putting them in the same tank, being like, hey, they'll be friends. Oh, no. Frog ate the goldfish. It was a very sad day for me as a kindergartner.
1: <laughs> you learned about the
4: cycle of life.
2: Yep, I did learn about, about the circle of life. Circle of life. <laughs> Got a really
4: early on biology lesson there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Not a fun lesson.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I'm the normal one over here who had a
1: dog. I had a dog
2: too, and a cat,
1: and a
4: snake, and a Okay, I mean, I
2: had dogs too.
1: And birds. I had a lot of animals.
2: I mean, that that fits your vibe, Jess. Like, you
4: have have been a druid for a very long time. You just didn't know it.
0: (laughs) Combat will begin. Adria. 19 for a 30. All right. Lucia.
2: I rolled a 5 for a 12.
0: 12? All right. Chesray.
3: Uh seven for a thirteen.
0: Thirteen. And
6: Vittoria? Uh
3: seventeen for a twenty-five.
6: Niccolo. Nicolo rolled a seventeen for a twenty-four. Very well. So
0: Adria, Vittoria, Nicolo. The three of you on the far side of this chamber. Again, Nicolo's just dropped down. Picked up his uh, his mace where he'd set it down, leaning against the side of the tank.
6: Oh, okay. Cool. Yes. You know,
0: <laughs> raised his head uh, up to look over towards Lucia in this, like, oh crap sort of way. Mm hmm. The three of you hear a slump sound that you can only describe as something akin to the sound of a wet burlap sack hitting stone.
6: Ooh. I don't like that. Slurp I don't like slurp. that at all. The whack.
0: This seems to come from off towards uh, all of your right-hand side as you're turned to face down towards Lucia. As Adria, you can see around the corner off towards the side, this strange figure slink up and out of the uh, the darkness, seemingly having just dropped out of the pole that Nicolo was oh. just out of the tank that he had leaned up and looked down into. As uh, Lucia is distracted with this therapist thing and Cesare is just kind of walking back out of the room going hey they've got a fly trap in there (laughs) Raven's found like a tiny little spade or something like she's going to take a botany (laughs) she's going to take
3: a botany she's got to level her botanist in 14 it's fine Mm.
0: (laughs) the creature is this hideous sea monstrosity combining the most ferocious features of a simian
5: Hmm.
0: although the lower half of its body strangely being more akin to that of a carp it's oh, fish like tail sprouting a grotesquely primitive humanoid torso, head, and limbs. Weren't
3: mermaids missing out of the broken tank? Mm-hmm.
0: Arcadian Exposedly. mermaids, specifically. Uh huh.
2: Yeah.
3: It, awesome.
0: is a, it is a creature a little more than about two feet long.
3: Okay. All right.
2: Okay. Why is that not
0: comforting? So it was a triple bluff. <laughs> <laughs> However, the nasty thing <laughs> slops out looks over and sees Adria, its eyes are missing entirely, just sunken pits in its Simeon skull. Oh, uh, they're and undead. it begins to literally gibber furiously, gnashing its curling fangs and swiping its webbed claws down onto the floor as it begins to crawl, dragging itself towards you.
2: Uh-oh, it's fast. Horrible.
0: Don't like it.
3: They're weird undead carp- They're just a mouth mermaids. of teeth.
2: Man, they yes. need some braces.
3: Mm, no.
0: Mm, That's all I got.
1: Not, no.
4: Not
0: great. <laughs> Adria Sila, you have first initiative.
1: Adria's going to start by uh, wanting to know what this thing is. I'm going to make her a call.
3: And I'll check. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start with.
0: Let's that start works. with that.
3: Adria so flustered. She can't remember what it's called, what she needs to do. Does sailing lore work because they're mermaids? No, I don't know.
0: That's my pitch. I, I liked when you called them sea
2: monkeys. That was pretty funny. <laughs>
0: they're, I mean, they seem ocean-y. I never had sea sure. growing up. Sure, go ah. and give me a sailing lore. Yes, I'm Why actually not? trained
1: in that. I'm excited. Okay. I rolled some dice. Secretly. Secret check. Oh, oh, Lord. Um. Okay, this is a... <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, this is a nino, y'all. Uh, y'all. Y'all is hard
5: not to say. <laughs>
4: <laughs> We've got it in
1: Cyprus's accent. No, Adrian's <laughs> accent. This is a nino...
6: Nino, I Nino, a little boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not that worried about it then. What's what's the issue? Uh, <laughs> um, he's like hello.
1: A Nino, you guys. Uh, it's a uh a horrible monster from the ocean that'll bite you. And uh,
0: oh. Yep. <laughs> I'm recalling this as I'm speaking. <laughs>
1: Uh, pretty much an hour after dusk, uh the corpse reanimates and becomes an undead creature, so I think that's what happened. I'm gonna put some lightning on it and uh see if that does anything. So uh here we go. I'm gonna cast Tempest Surge, which is now focus level two because it scales with me. It mm-hmm. gets a uh reflex save.
0: Alright. Gonna roll that for this guy. Reflex save. We're looking at a 23.
1: All right, it takes half damage and it's not clumsy, and uh, it also doesn't have persistent damage. But whatever, I get to roll two d12, so there's that. Okay,
0: that's
2: nice. (laughs) 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 Double
1: twelves, baby, for a 24.
0: So it's pretty good all right wow. lightning that's,
4: damage. that's awesome
6: yeah that was that cool. is a
0: solid blast of electricity wow. so lightning streams forward arcing off of all of the like there's you know netting across the ceiling that it arcs off of there's like an anchor up on the wall that it streams off of as electricity sears across the side of the room
1: just like a little baby storm on it and, now it, yep. and then it goes away
0: <laughs> the creature rocks back under the blast Bring us to Fitoria Scordato. I don't believe you can see the creatures, although you did hear them flop down on the opposite side of the tank from Nicolo. And you saw a storm. A little bit and you storm. saw like a blast of lightning stream over there. Although again, Uh-oh. this tank is 10 feet high. That's fair.
2: And it's like almost solidly opaque because of all the bacteria
0: and yeah, all the algae yeah. stuff. It hasn't been clean in a long
6: time.
4: Nothing rose up behind Lucia?
1: I thought that's...
0: No. yeah, but That was a fake out. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nope, all of you were looking towards Lucia, but in fact, Nicola was the one in danger. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> Which is who we thought firstly, okay. firstly was in danger. Yep. <laughs> they, they were
2: actually pretty kind by coming off the opposite side instead of plopping on either side of him. Just right in
1: his face.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
4: Vittoria will probably draw her sword as she moves around the edge of the tank uh, and sees the horrendous creature.
0: As you round the corner, uh, I think unlike Adria, you actually see that there are two of them as they drop, have dropped down, slapping onto the, the floor.
4: Okay, well, I'll attempt to strike it then, and I'll use my device stratagem next time. So okay. Let's see how I do. You're winging it this round. We're, we're winging it. Oh, look at that. <laughs> it's so bad. It was surrounded by a 17, a 19, and a 13, and I rolled a... F-
1: you weren't expecting the mouth of teeth that were in kind I, of a little circular formation? You know, formation. I really yep. wasn't.
4: Like, you, you kind of downplayed the, the, the description there. They're horrible. Uh, <laughs> I told you. Uh, yeah. But Victoria rolled a three for a ten, which uh, I do not think hits.
0: Yeah, Ima- imagine them more like a uh, a simian undead version of the merman from Captain in the Woods mm-hmm. that yes. comes flopping yeah. at you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't like it. Bring us to Nicolo.
6: Well, there's something going on over there. <laughs> yeah, I have a morning star in hand. I've heard that apparently there's something really bad going on, and Adria shot it with electricity, so I assume it's not friendly. <laughs>
2: It is not. I mean, that's no. a fair assumption. We don't just shock our friends.
6: It's oh, true. for the love of gods. Aren't they horrible? <laughs> yeah. So I will take a single stride to kind of flank them with Vittoria. Yep. So I think I'll do that. I mean, they're not quite in the flank yet, but it's a start.
2: Kill one and then you, then you can flank
6: them. <laughs> I don't know if I can kill one this turn, but let's give it a shot. And that uh, one's I w- been
2: electrocuted, so there's a possibility. Oh, man,
1: double 12s. It'll never happen. Oh I lift
6: God. the morning star. I All right, you. and roll a seven for a fifteen on my first strike.
2: They haven't gone yet. Yeah.
6: That that has no impact in second oh, edition. Oh, yeah, like they're that's not left
1: but because they started this whole thing.
6: Yep.
2: Yeah, their surprise attack round was getting out of the tank
0: with a fifteen. You strike your target as you lunge hey. up against this thing, swinging the morning star down at it. I'll take it. <laughs> Oh. Oh. I rolled one for four points of damage. Ouch. A glancing blow, although still a hit against the creature, the one
6: already reeling from the blast of electricity as you slam down on it. You got its attention. Yeah. Uh, for my third action, I will go on ahead. I don't know if this will work, but I'll attempt to trip it. Hmm. I mean, technically, it's a
0: land-based animal. It can be tripped.
6: <laughs> All right. Then, yeah, I will attempt to trip it. I will use um, my assurance for athletics to get a 17. A 17 succeeds as you slam down with your mace before
0: just sweeping. You're not necessarily like tripping its legs. You're just sweeping its arms out from under it, which is yeah. using to drag itself as it kind of flops around onto its back and claws angrily up at you like a undead half-fish cat.
6: <laughs> yep, I don't like
0: this. Can we put these down quickly, please? That brings us to uh, not the tripped one, but the other Ningyo, which turns its attention up towards Vittoria, and launches itself forward with its long simian claws.
2: Yeah, of course it does. It's gonna climb you like a underwater tree. tree. Still just
1: called a tree. Okay.
2: I was thinking like those, like there's like those algaes or whatever that grow like really tall.
1: But you don't climb them.
2: I don't know.
0: So (laughs) striking out with a 20 as it lunges at the Mm. investigator. Yikes. Yes. Ouch clawing home for ooh, a painful seven points of damage as its Yikes. undead strength bears into you, clawing oh, yeah. at you.
1: I was already hurt from the last one. I can do healing if we need it. Oh, that's a good plan. Okay. I have a plan.
6: So what terrifying thing does it try next? It's got a it special ability. uses a second action to grab you. Mm. As it
1: Great.
0: digs its claws in and then begins to climb up you, I grabbing on it. as it begins to like crawl up your body.
4: I hate it's gonna being try right. to give you a kiss. I, I don't. Mm. I don't like this.
0: It's gonna try to smooch you. Oh! You gained the uh, the grabbed condition, which means you're uh, you are flat-footed and immobilized as it's jumped on top of you.
4: Oh, great!
0: It will then
2: then it's has yes, three reactions. Actions. I know.
0: It'll then use its other claw to claw at you. Oh, oh nerds! <laughs> uh, that is twelve. You are flat-footed, but that is a twelve.
4: Uh, no.
0: Yeah, I didn't think so. But so you're just kind of fending this thing away as it's crawling up. It seems to be purposefully just trying to get to your neck as it starts crawling up, trying to reach its long bony fingers up. It's a webbed hand just trying to grab on and around your throat. Mm. Don't like. From there, we go to the badly injured and prone (laughs) Ningo, who will uh, go ahead and get up from prone.
6: Very well. I wish I had an attack of opportunity. If only I was
2: over there. Yeah. Soon. I didn't roll dead last in the initiative.
0: We'll use his second action to go ahead and lash out at Nicolo. Sounds like a plan. Ooh, with a 25 mm-hmm. to hit the road. Yikes! Yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> Claws Ow. into you, striking you for a painful four points of damage Ow. as it just flips over with bizarre grace for a thing, not even necessarily grace speed. Nothing about this thing is graceful as it flips back <laughs> over, grabs on, you feel claws dig into your thigh. Ugh, what the hell? As it uses its third action to go ahead and initial, initiate a grab as it begins to climb up your body, scaling oh, up is- its fingers and claws, finding the links of, uh, of the chain that you wear as it drags itself forward.
4: These are like the neckers from The Witcher.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Get this thing off of me.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I knew a bosun once. He thought they'd be real cool to put on his wall until they came back to life. And then uh, they climb, apparently. I forgot about that.
0: Cesare Nightbloom.
3: Cesare walks out of the room he's in. Where he's like, what is going on out there?
0: Ninos. And- Ninos. Right. Not, not Nino. Ning. <laughs> <laughs> There's a G in there. N-I-N-G-Y-O. It's, <laughs> it's
1: hard not to say Ninos, but it is Ninos. <laughs> and it sounds so similar. Oh, maybe we say Ningyo. Ningyo. Chezere will different. move
3: 30 feet so he can sort of see what's going on. That's one stride for him since he's an elf. And
0: There are two mm-hmm. horrific myrrh uh, cross between monkeys and carps climbing up your friends as they begin to try to rip their throats out.
3: Chezere is going to cast Electric Arc. They get to make uh, saving throw, reflex saving throws.
0: All right. So, the one that was already blasted by electricity gets a 24. That'll the pass. other one gets a. Looking at a 9.
3: That's a critical <laughs> failure. Crazy. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, I roll. Max. Hey! Yeah. hey.
0: Electricity, so guys, very
3: effective in this fight. For 12 points of damage. They're water
6: type Pokemon. Right. <laughs> <Blasting them.
3: laughs>
0: so, half damage to the one that's on Nicolo and double damage to the one that is on Vittoria. (laughs) As an arc of lightning streams between the two of them the one on Vittoria rocks back a hole blasted through its chest. Vittoria probably gritting her teeth as there's this like crackling popping sensation of static bursting across her (laughs) as this (laughs) thing tumbles to the ground, flails around for a second and then just like and dies, you know, pointing one finger towards
6: Cesare. This, like, sort of way. Like. With my last breath, I curse Cesare.
3: And, and then, yeah, so that's the end of Cesare's turn.
6: That was a good turn, though.
3: Yeah, I think Victoria
4: probably looks back and gives you a, a thankful nod. The Raven, I think we're going to stay over here
6: i <laughs> trying to grapple my neck. <laughs> I, think,
0: I think I might swear I'll fish for a day or two. <clears throat> that brings us to Lucia Serini.
2: Uh, Lucia like glances over her shoulder with a, I thought you were going to be the bad guy kind of vibe uh, before she <laughs> unfortunately has to drop her whip, uh, draw her rapier, move, let's see, 15, 20, 25 feet in front of Vittoria where the, the Nino corpse is. <laughs> And I'm gonna take a stab at the one that's grabbing Nicolo. On the full oh, side, right. you are
6: flanking with me.
2: I am flanking with you. So here we go. Okay, I roll an 18 for a 29. Hmm. Hey,
0: Good stab. That's one. 29 Woo. will critically strike Woo! your flanked opponent <laughs> as you launch the yourself dice. to the attack, skewer forward with the your. The dice rapier. want
2: criticals. Yeah. Hey, I take I'll it. Take it. That is uh, wow. Dang. 11 points of piercing damage.
4: Today is the sounds. day of doubles. I love it. You gotta love that it.
2: deadly
0: DA. Yeah. As your blade slices in, <laughs> rams through the back of this thing as it's like climbing up, you <laughs> know, Nicolo sees this thing lunging up before this rapier blade just pierces the back of its skull and bursts out of its mouth, then retracts the blade as the thing just falls back down into the ground in a flat slop sound <laughs> as it hits the stone floor.
2: <laughs> is it bad that the worst part of this is the floppy, oh. sloppy sounds oh. it's making?
0: Yeah. Ugh, Do I know you. if
1: these are going to come back mm. tomorrow?
6: Uh, to go be ahead here to make me another selling Somebody might be back here at some point. It would be a nasty surprise for them.
1: Adrienne kind of walks over and uh, taps one of them with her boot. It's like, yeah, um, I'll just, you know, take out my knife and cut their heads off. Okay, they shouldn't come back now. Ooh, that was uh, unpleasant to
5: mm. watch. Yeah.
1: yeah, they're real surprising. I, uh, Like I said, the bus went. Uh, Smitty, maybe? He thought it'd be real cool to, like, mount them on the wall because he thought they were dead, and then they came back, and they bit him, and uh, climbed him like a tree, which I'm remembering now that I saw them climb you like a tree. I didn't think I would see them in Kentargo.
6: Well, let's hope this is the last of them.
2: Yeah, and uh, now that that's uh, two undead things, I'm, uh, I'm going to just assume that we're going to fight a lot of undead things in here.
1: Well, these guys, they just come back to life. Like, that's just what this creature does. But the it's not a a bad guess. We're probably going to fight bugs in the next room. Should we perhaps put them back in the tank? Okay. Kind of cover our tracks ever so slightly. Adriel, toss the pieces into the tank. Yeah. We also Gross. should take a second and bandage ourselves up because uh, I'm hurt, you're hurt.
6: Nico's been <laughs> a bit as well. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not too bad off, but you know, I I wouldn't say no to healing. Do you have anything
1: that does it faster than ten minutes? I don't know what Rachel has, but otherwise, we're going to spend at least ten minutes. I mean, if I use battle medicine. Okay. Well, uh, I'll I can bandage myself, and then we can each bandage.
2: Technically, I'm only down six, so okay. I mean, if we need if we need to press on, we just press on. Yeah, I'm kind of conscious of the fact that like we are making noise.
1: You and I are pretty banged up. I mean, relatively, so let's maybe take the 10.
3: Do we have any magical hearing because heal- hearing healing, healing? <laughs> um, magical hearing. Just because we have been making a lot of noise and we don't know what these people are doing in here.
1: I have two total healing spells that are much more effective in combat than out of combat.
3: I just, I don't know how much time we want to just, I don't know if we want to just keep spending 10, 20 minutes in every single room. Have we spent 10, 20 minutes? Because we didn't. Well, I guess we spent 10 in the. F-
0: you are currently uh, 18 yeah. minutes into your attack on this place.
2: Uh, the one advantage that we do have is we're going in the. Like, we're on the opposite side from that side door that they've been going in and out of. So hmm. maybe they haven't heard us.
3: Maybe.
6: Well, oh, The only other problem, though, is that the distraction that the other yeah. Silver Ravens have provided only lasts. Oh, that's long. right.
2: There's also a time limit on that, yeah.
3: Before the Datari may show up.
2: Hmm.
1: The problem being. Uh, Vittoria can battle medicine us once in combat total and then maybe yep. twice with medic. Correction, I can do so once per hour. Well, yeah, but... I'm just really saying, though, it's not it's, not, it's not a hour. once per day thing.
4: It's it's a I can, I can do it once per hour and then my medic dedication allows me to do it once more in an hour if I absolutely need to.
1: And is that for every person or is that just, like, for
4: a person? That's for a person, the extra yeah. thing. But I can still do it once per hour rather
2: than once per day.
6: I mean... Do we have anything in a med kit or anything like that? Any potions? Uh, I mean,
2: I have a potion on me uh, that's a minor healing potion.
1: I also have a minor healing potion.
6: Mm, Now might be the time to break those out.
1: Are we that worried about 10 minutes?
3: I just don't want the but if we do this every single because we did it in the last room because we're 18 minutes into this place and if we do it in this room in the next room the distraction that the uh, rest of the Silver Ravens were providing was only going to give us 20 minutes so we're already two minutes out of that and we don't know if they can hear us we don't know how many people are here if a giant group of Atari shows up to investigate somebody reporting people breaking into this place it's I feel like the longer we take the more of a risk of things going south happens
4: I, yeah. We do have two potions of lesser healing in the med kit. I could grab one of those. That way I can just patch myself up quickly because I think I'm the one that's down the most.
6: Yeah. I mean, I'd say do that then. I'm um, going to drink the potion
4: I have, I guess.
6: Just go on ahead and drink it. We can always buy more later. So you quickly drink down a uh,
0: couple of potions still standing here uh, over these dead bodies.
4: No, we tossed them in the, we tossed them back in the tank.
0: Okay. Are you tossing the heads in a separate tank or?
4: Yes.
1: They shouldn't knit back to. Oh, okay, fine. I was like, do
2: they just, knit back just together? Just to be safe. Who knows?
0: I believe the thing that I sent you says, if the missing body part is ever placed back in contact with the body.
3: Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yep, sapper mm. tanks. What was the next room called? The something- Spider something? death insect? squad.
0: So, supposed finishing this up, you have a uh, an exit from this room that leads into the insect zoo.
1: Insect zoo? All right, let's go. Uh, I wonder- Undead insects. That's going to be interesting.
6: Mm. It's going to be a swarm. Let's hope not. But don't
1: wish that upon us.
6: Only one thing to do. We better keep going.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Form up. I suppose all of you make your way forward. Step through the the archway. Again, there's a uh, a big sign over this that says "Insect Zoo" in uh, big <laughs> white letters over a blue background, and it's got a variety of uh, exotic insects like stick bugs and praying mantises crawling all over it. Cool. In design, painted on it, uh, rather poorly painted to be perfectly honest. Stepping through, you enter into a room where plants, rocks, and hundreds of motionless specks fill the countless glass cases throughout this entire long haul. Two cases stand in the center, and what is a full collection of cases line the wall opposite of where you've come in for a distance of close to about some 50 feet. Larger cases flank the door on either side as you step in, and what appears to be the preserved husk of giant insects and arachnids, including a ten-foot-tall spider leer over the displays.
3: Oh, it's gonna be that guy. I suppose we'll take a quick glance around this room, see if anything tries to murder us before we yeah, move on. Yeah, I kind of think we
0: should,
2: like, you know, run run around, see if anything attacks us, and then move on. Adrian yeah. walks right
1: up to the spider and pokes it to see if it attacks her, because that's oh, my lord. guess. Oh, lord.
2: Gracious.
0: No, it's just the, the carapace of this massive arachnid preserved it's covered in this thick almost enamel mm. that seems like to coat it in every one of its bristling little hairs mm.
3: it's been shellacked
6: <laughs> i mean kind of i mean it would you would need to to preserve it the best and make that's, it yeah, look that's yeah that's true it's, especially
2: if you're wanting like all the biological aspects of it like the hairs and things
3: Mm -hmm. Do we just want to make some quick perception checks as we walk through this uh, room? Well, the problem
6: with perception checks is that it actually does take time to search. Okay. Okay. It would take you five minutes to search this room.
0: That would be divided down by each person searching it. So feasibly, if all five of you search this room, it would take one minute.
3: Yeah, let's just each search. Okay, yeah, let's
0: do that. Okay.
2: Okay. I'm
3: searching over here by this big spider, I guess.
2: Perception checks, I guess.
0: So perception checks all around. You fan out into the room. Adriel, you look over the, the spider body. There are webs in here that are fresh, although you're wondering whether or not these fresh webs are from spiders, smaller arachnids that have come in here and not like a giant undead spider. You're not actually mm. positive undead spiders can make webs. Mm. As the rest of you span out and search, the various tanks here are filled with mostly dead insects.
3: Like, are they mounted to the, like, boards and stuff? Oh, yeah, or?
2: they have the little
0: pins. There's on the one pin. wall that has, like, a whole pin collection of insects and moths. I imagine Vittoria's probably, her eyes are drawn to the insects of death um, mm. thing, which is a, a variety of both poisonous insects as well as things like, uh, you know, death head moths and...
4: Yeah, you know, she's getting her Clarice Starling on.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a whole thing about, like, carrion beetles and all the rest of that over there. Cesare, you make your way over and see that there's a, what you would consider to be in poor taste diorama of what looks to be an Osirian burial area and all the rest of that with tons of little scarab beetles dead Mm. inside of it that you guess they had them climbing around on like four inch tall pyramids and stuff rude (laughs) (laughs) again as you've experienced so far this entire place is kind of just in bad taste Mm -hmm. fair
4: I mean I think that's kind of the vibe we've gotten from every room so far
0: Yeah. yep searching about the chamber Initially, it doesn't seem like there's anything of actual note or concern in this room. Nicolo, however. Hmm. Looks like there was a struggle here,
6: though.
1: Hmm? Like, recent?
6: Mm, pretty recent. There's some blood, bits of carapace all over the place. Somebody fought some spiders, I think.
1: Oh, maybe it was, uh, you know, the Hellies.
6: Maybe. I mean, I can't think of a better welcoming, uh welcoming committee for them, so...
2: Well, on the plus (laughs) (laughs) side, that means that we probably won't have to fight them.
6: Probably not. Whatever happened here happened a while ago.
3: Well, then uh, perhaps we should move on to the next room. Thank goodness Mm
6: -hmm. for small mercies. So basically, there probably were spiders here to fight at one point.
3: Yeah, the... the, 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 Yeah, Asmodeans had to fight a swarm. I don't feel sorry for them. I love that they had to... I love that for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, The problem is it was
2: probably long enough for them to get all healed up. So it's not like it's I mean,
6: like we can probably, in but Still. maybe they lost some of their numbers in the attack. Who knows? If only we were so lucky.
2: I love that for them.
6: <laughs> a single
0: archway exits this room on the far end. A sign above it says archive entrance in large letters. A smaller sign on the right hand side has three almost for like a better term inserts. As if they had kind of plaques that they could slide in and out, like mm. you would normally see uh, people putting their names on a door, that mm. they could slide in and out for changing exhibits.
2: Okay. Oh, the what like, and have like an arrow that's like go here, go left, go right. I kind of those yes. Kind of things. Although there
0: isn't yeah. an arrow in this case, but it seems to be in the same direction. It states Wax Gallery, Hall of Historical Truths, Emporium
6: Arcana.
2: Rad. Who thinks we're gonna fight a wax statue? I would love to fight a,
1: ra- a wax statue.
6: As long as well, it's I not a wax golem. <laughs> Maybe it's just a gallery of various waxes, and not <laughs> actually wax ah, here's bees wax and ears wax. <laughs> Ooh, I don't <laughs> want that. Why would anybody do this?
3: Don't get too excited about the idea of anything useful in the Arcana being here, Raven.
6: Mm.
3: Well, they're supposed to be, uh, you know, the archivists here, so they might. I doubt they would have their secret base labeled Emporium Arcana. You never know. And with-
0: what we've seen in the rest of this place it's probably just going to be a bunch of like pointy purple hats covered in stars and moons
3: yeah probably but there might be a secret door
6: wizards don't wear those I mean I would kill to see Cesare in one of those but I'm not wearing Mm. one maybe we have to buy him one no I mean I'm still going to buy you one
3: (laughs) (laughs) Chesare just starts walking down the hallway
2: I guess we'll all go with Cesare (laughs) ruining our fun
6: probably best to form up and just be sad that he, you know, doesn't have a wispy white wizard beard or something. (laughs) I'm
2: just saying, if we bought the Mm -hmm. outfit, he'd have to wear it at least once to not be rude.
1: (laughs) Have you ever animated a broom to do your cleaning? and a bucket? No. I can't Mm. say that I have.
0: Mm -hmm. We have students for that.
1: Mm. Ah, fair. (laughs) Cheaper that way. Purchases, as you will. (laughs) Have they ever animated a bucket And then you came back and everything was wet.
0: (laughs) You make your way forward. Longer hallway, a hallway about 50 feet, heads from this area to the far end where you can see another exit. An open archway exits the far end here, but a closed door stands off towards your right-hand side that, judging by both your spatial awareness as well as the sign over the door, would lead back to the Hall of Cryptids. Off towards your left-hand side is a large, kind of just for lack of a better term, an alcove. From one side to the other, you'd say about 20 feet across, about 10 feet deep. A semicircle with the back wall made up of three large bay windows that look out, you're going to guess, onto the city. Uh, judging from where you are right now, they would look out over the Yolubilis River. Hmm. However, of course, the curtains are drawn on these. And from what you well experience on the outside, you believe all of the windows are barred. So, or at the very least, boarded over. A large statue full sized statue of a man his arms outstretched and his chest adorned with a carving of a winged eye stands in this alcove the face of the statue is covered by a black cloth emblazoned with a red inverted pentagram Uh, the surrounding walls are covered with a variety of different picture frames each of these are covered in dust
1: you want to bet this is a Rory? Mm? or Iori?
0: Uh, Anyone that wishes to may make me a religion check.
1: That's a bit strange. Well, I mean, he's not Asmodeus, and I think they don't like the other ones, so they cover him up.
4: No, no, not that. Look at all the picture frames. Mm. They're they're all empty. Oh,
2: what? Well, they probably took all the art.
1: Well, why would they? They've left everything else. Maybe these were like archivist related things.
3: Yeah, I mean,
2: if they were heretical in some type, they'd uh, destroy them.
6: I mean, why leave the frames? They're not not—they're not bolted in, right? You said the frames
3: know. are dusty, right? So do they look like they've been touched recently, or did they take the portraits when this place closed? Well, oh.
0: let's first get the uh, results for that. That's a much more reasonable explanation. That's much religion. more
3: reasonable. They magically extracted the frames without dusting the dust.
0: So you make your way into the room, look over the statue.
3: And that's the holy symbol of Aroden. Cesare would reach up and pull the cloth off.
0: Hmm. Aroden. So, Adria, Chesory, you're both messing with the statue. What are the rest of you doing?
3: I'm looking over the picture
0: frames.
2: Okay. I'm going to sneak to the end of this hallway and just see if I hear anything like spellcasting. The sounds of booted feet running towards
6: us. Okay. Nicola? I mean, I'll take a look at the statue, too. I don't know much about any of this. I
2: I don't have any religion, so I might as well just kind of scout ahead a bit.
0: So, go ahead and give me a perception roll from Vittoria. And Lucia, go ahead and give me a stealth check. Okay. And actually, go ahead and give me a perception roll from Cesare, Nicolo, and Adria. Okay. Adria, Cesare, you make your way forward. Both reach up, pull down the uh, this cloth, again emblazoned with the unholy symbol of Asmodeus having covered the face of this, revealing beneath it the stoic, but almost kindly features of a man with chiseled jawline, a finely trimmed beard, and perfect hair waving back behind him. Mm. The statue in total stands just over about six foot two, literally and figuratively chiseled features. (laughs) A robe wrapped around him, akin to that of maybe a wizard, although in a form and style that's outdated with what looks to be a long sword sitting on one hip. Obviously, as far as Cesare is concerned, the god Aroden.
2: Aroden was a magus confirmed.
0: Looking this over, however, there is something curious here as well.
3: The pupil of the eye can be rotated. There are runes here. Chesare would lean down to examine the runes more closely.
0: Leaning <laughs> down, looking this over. Feasibly, anyone whose attention has been drawn to this may make a society check.
1: Okay. I'm
0: gonna say the digital dice are in Heather tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> dice All like
0: dice Heather. like
2: Heather.
1: <laughs> I don't know. We rolled some pretty cool numbers already. I think everybody has even rolled some really cool numbers.
0: I guess I Jordan rolled a critical earlier.
1: I did.
2: Sure.
0: As you look in, you can look over the various, you know, Niccolo, Adria, Cesare can lean in, look over this. Uh, these runes, the collective 26 runes
6: that circle the outside of this eye. I mean, no idea what any of it means, but... <laughs>
3: it's Aslanti, which makes sense for Ara, then. Mm. But his eyeball rotates.
6: I mean, I didn't ever... Mama never told me any stories about his eyeballs rotating in his head, but it's quite feasible that there is No, one. more so than a regular person. <laughs> Maybe it's
1: a secret passage. You do something mm-hmm. with the eyeball and the portraits fill up because they're empty and then the whole statue moves back and then you have a secret passage down. Uh, no, Maybe. because the
4: portraits were removed recently. Oh. Probably by the people who are... Uh, ransacking this place because mm. they are all labeled as the history and future of humanity and we all know how Kentargans feel about history.
1: Well
6: that's mm. really all chiliacs Well if this is dedicated to Aradon, the future part at the very least has changed dramatically probably exactly. since this was made.
5: Mm.
3: That's the name of the holy text of Aradon.
6: Mm. Oh. Yeah, definitely something they wouldn't want around here.
3: There may be clues in the pictures on how to decipher the runes.
6: And we need to find the pictures.
3: Unless they're burned already, let's hope not.
6: Well, one way to find out.
3: I don't think we should try and open any sort of secret passage until we've rid this place of the Asmodeans. Oh, yeah.
6: Yeah, well, chances are they haven't entered into this place. They've probably just taken the pictures and left.
1: Well, put the cloth over his head.
6: Well, yes, but... Then we should hurry. If it makes any difference... The walls may be dusty, but somebody has definitely been through here recently, which coincides with everything else we've discovered, so. Mm -hmm.
1: All right, let us go. Oh, wait, you see anything over there? I
6: was about to say, has Lucia been, like, you know, shanked in the meantime while we're all (laughs) standing around the statue?
2: (laughs) Um, so Lucia will, like, stealth back to the group. I don't hear anything, but there's some kind of weird smell, um, like rotting flesh and then some kind of sweet coppery scent. I don't recognize it.
6: <laughs> Doesn't sound like anything to me. I mean, it's something. I just don't know what it is.
3: Does that uh, ring a bell for Cesare?
6: Uh, not without smelling it. <laughs>
0: it's yeah.
2: just you like, does that you. smell like uh, something used in some kind of foul ritual? Maybe.
3: Yeah, that's what I was getting at. You know? Yeah.
6: It's what the rock is cooking. Anyway, let's <laughs> <Yeah>. uh,
2: <laughs>
5: I do not want the rocks
6: cooking if that's what, it, what he's got yeah. in the uh, oven. Yep. Let's keep going. We have decided not to mess with the statue for now. I think that's
2: smart because I think this is the uh, the special the secret, secret entrance. entrance. Most yeah, likely. we don't want to
1: leave that open, in case we die. Yeah. Or we and
2: have to retreat.
1: If the
3: Asmodeans had found it, they'd probably be leaving it open because they weren't expecting anybody to come in and out of here. Why would they want to mess with no. the freaking die yeah, every exactly. single time? <laughs> yeah. They just went like. I uh, love solving
6: art. ancient puzzles.
2: <laughs> Unless it's one of those like you know it, you open it, it opens for. Twenty seconds, and then automatically closes, which maybe
6: my last employer, Umbrella Corporation, had all sorts of slide pot tiles the. You know,
3: can you imagine being a freaking um, umbrella employee? I wouldn't be able to pass the hiring thing just because I couldn't solve the puzzles. <laughs>
6: it's like, but I don't want to do a slide tile to use the copy machine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, then you're fired. <laughs> okay.
1: I'd be great. You'd be like, I love work. Every day I make copies and I have to do a, sl- a little puzzle.
0: I gotta go down time. to the first floor to get the shield key, then go up to the third floor to get the sword key. And mm-hmm. All the rest of this just so I can get to the break room.
2: I thought we were a pharmaceutical yeah. company. Eh. I mean, yep.
0: don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> you all make your way forward. Uh, as you approach over towards Lucia, again, this, this carrion stench covered by this for some of you, it almost seems like it is worse than possibly the smell that's under it. What is it?
3: It's blood, incense. They use it in Asmodean rituals.
6: Great. I think we're getting close to our quarry.
2: When we get out of here, I'm going to ask you, how do you make incense out of blood? That sounds really weird. Do you want to know?
4: Yes. Are you sure you want to know?
2: I mean, I'm curious. Okay. So she was like,
0: "Should I come up with a really inventive story, or should I break it to Lucia that that's just what it's called because of what it smells like?"
2: <laughs>
5: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> it's like actually that. not Lucia blood doesn't at all. know about
2: artificial scents. She just assumes everything's all natural. Yep. So Someone's like,
0: "It's a butterfly. How do you make a fly out of butter?" I, don't know if you it. <laughs> I mean,
2: I don't you know. know. That's fun. why I was like, I mean, I feel like I feel Lucia, like a, as an inquisitive teenager, would want to know. Yeah,
1: I haven't had my goth phase yet.
2: I feel like her entire childhood was a goth phase. Fair.
0: <laughs> Stepping through the archway, you enter into a relatively, compared to many of the rooms you've been into previously, this room is rather small, about 25 feet across, about 20 feet wide, with a single ar- archway that exits out of the room off towards the right-hand side. <laughs> Wax replicas of various politicians, folk heroes, deities, and creatures fill this room, almost to the point of overcrowding. Some are laughably Fake. Others are eerily lifelike.
1: Are any of them covered? It's like,
4: who was making the molds that day?
0: <laughs>
2: Creepy. Well, where did I
0: get this from? No, none of them are covered.
2: Mm.
4: Are they all, in fact, wax, or we is this a them. wax museum situation where there are people
0: underneath?
2: Yeah, and one of them is parasitic. Oh, that they're in the wax.
0: You can make a perception check to search them if you wish.
1: I
3: guess let's everybody yes. make a
1: quick everybody perception check. Everybody perceive. Show. We perceive. Oh, mm. look at all our dice
3: together. I know, it's nice.
0: Looking over this room, nope, nope, they're all wax. (laughs) (laughs) There are small placards in front of these that denote who they are. Uh, Those of you who are more thorough historians can recognize many of these individuals, as some of these are actually of fairly good quality. (laughs) Some of these, however, are, again, comedically bad. As far as, like, here's a lump of sort of thing that might look like a porcupine, and underneath it it says manticore. And then underneath <laughs> that, it says has like a little thing that just says like Tommy age seven or something. Aww. <laughs> like, oh, like yeah it's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah.
6: For a seven-year-old, yeah, that's pretty well done. I got the well spines done. out of this. Yeah,
2: I mean, considering the uh, the wax uh, uh, people that they do for like Madame Tussauds are like they put a lot of work into them. I saw mm-hmm. a video of how they make them, and they're crazy like hard to make.
0: Again, there's a a single door that exits out of this chamber. Next to it is a small sign that reads, Professor Mangvun, the Temple Hill Slasher.
2: Mm. (laughs) Oh, great.
0: Underneath it is a sign that says, Children Beware. (laughs) Underneath that is a sign that says, Not Responsible for any bits or seizures that may be caused by viewing this display. What? What? Underneath that is a Please Take One with three
6: buckets. Oh.
1: Ah, in case you vomit. That's hilarious. Mm,
6: wow. This reminds me of The Screaming Skull, wherein they said that they would uh, pay for the funeral of anybody who watched The Screaming Skull and subsequently died of fright. So. Yep. <laughs> nice. Screaming Soul, based on a short story. Oh, yeah. Okay, there we go. <laughs>
2: Rick's really anyway, getting his short story references in.
0: That was a couple of things back in the day where they would have these like these horror movies, and they'd have the thing mm-hmm. at the beginning that's like, it's like we will pay for the funeral of anyone who dies of
6: fright watching this movie. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't as a form the of, Exorcist like, have
3: something about that? Or something? well, I mean, a he bunch of people up. like threw yeah. up and yeah. had fits and mm-hmm. whatnot.
6: So yeah, yeah, so they started
0: giving uh, like vomit bags to people when they would go in to see The Exorcist. Yeah.
3: Chesare is hardcore rolling his eyes at these signs. <laughs>
6: Well, somebody has a sense of showmanship.
3: Well, I mean, I mean considering yeah. what he did, this is in very poor taste. Yep. Well, what year was the Temple Hill Slasher Act? It was Chesuri in Kentargo when that was going on? I mean, everything this guy's done has been in
1: poor taste. So, I mean, I'd be really surprised.
6: I mean, not surprised, but still bears mentioning.
4: Um, He was executed in 4599. The killings began in 4598.
0: So it was uh, 116 years ago. Mm.
6: Well, let's hope that they haven't turned his monument into some sort of extra devious trap.
1: Ooh, yes, you give him a... Uh... Anyway, I'm not going to say it in case it comes true.
5: <laughs>
6: Fair enough. I guess
3: we're going to enter this scary room of scariness. Ooh, ooh spooky. <laughs> ooh,
6: certainly will be the scariest thing we've dealt with so far.
3: The raven, are you scared? No. <laughs> <laughs> inside
6: of your
2: hood.
3: <laughs> yes. A little... Chessere would pick her up off of his shoulder and be cute, you know, cradle her to his chest so she's not scared.
0: (laughs) You step your way forward, enter into the room beyond. There's a gossamer black curtain that separates this room from the previous chamber. Nice. As you step forward, the chamber beyond is initially dark. However, as you step in, some sort of, you guess, latent magical effect begins. Oh my God as you hear a soft rumbling sound of thunder and flashes of light across the room, as if you're standing out in a storm. Oh. The wall off towards your right shows a stormy skyline of Kentargo, particularly that of Temple Hill, mm. with the shrine, the Temple of Aroden, standing at its pinnacle, now the Temple of Asmodeus in modern Chiliacs. On the opposite side are two walls on your left and right as you turn to face the other direction and one wall that runs the far length of the room, the wall being about 15 feet across. Various shockingly realistic body parts hang from meat hooks along the surrounding outside wall. Beyond that, you can see the back wall has been painted to resemble what looks to be maybe a, an operating theater behind him. In the center of the room is a large metal table Of which a body has been strapped down to. Again, made of wax. Mm. The face twisted in a scream revealing that the figure should still be alive. As a man holding a large serrated knife in one hand. Covered in a bloodstained professor's robes with a bloodstained smock over it. Wearing a bird beak plate doctor's mask. Stares down. Removing the individual's heart from their chest. The side of the face of this statue has been melted, as if something is melting off the bird mask. Although whether or not this is an intentional part of this display or something subsequently, you cannot be certain. As such, all you can see now is a single, what looks to be glass eye, stuck into the side where the eye should be in the melted face of the mass murderer. Technically any of you can make a society check, although, Victoria has extensive knowledge on the Temple yeah. of Slasher. Yeah, I
2: don't think that's <laughs> going to be necessary. Sometimes not knowing is the best
0: uh, path forward.
3: It's surprisingly realistic.
0: Raven hawks up a hairball.
3: Raven! <coughs>
6: <coughs> All right, well, did we want to take a look around before we move on to the next room, or? I don't
2: think we really need to stay here.
3: Is it moving?
6: Doesn't appear to be. I mean, I assume it doesn't appear to be.
3: I'm honestly surprised there's no. such a graphic display here. Yeah. I mean, it uh, certainly fits with his MO.
6: Well, somebody actually knew what they were talking about then with this one.
3: Cesare shrugs.
6: Uh, go ahead and have everyone make me an intelligence roll.
3: Okay.
2: Intelligence, you say?
0: So I'll go ahead and give this to uh, Vittoria and Nicola. This would probably occur to you as well. Uh, you are aware that, as far as like the graphic nature of this and maybe the attention given to this, the fact is is that the previous owner of this business, Braden Hokum Esprics, was a gnome, and as such was probably alive during the reign of the Temple Hill slasher. So may have had a little bit more experience with it than anyone else that would have opened this a hundred years after his death.
2: Well, and might have mm-hmm. thought that that was like you know a really neat experience to you know people have like people haunted go houses. Through.
4: Yeah, people yeah. like the macabre. I'm one of them.
0: Yep, that's why we <laughs> should have our own murder podcast. But oh well.
4: I mean, I tried <laughs> to get it going with Pathfinder, but they just don't give me enough information on serial killers. That's fair. You have to make murder it Murder
0: pod.
3: Well, then shall we move on into this empor- Emporium arcana? I'm sure it's thrilling. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, let's move on.
3: Out of curiosity, is the wax figurine that
4: he's chopping up is it anatomically accurate?
0: Uh, as far as you can tell, there there's a bunch of intestines inside. They don't look to be in the proper order. But if someone had been like rooting around in there, and then mm-hmm. again, he's like fished his arm into the chest cavity and is pulling the heart out.
5: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: you're fairly certain that the person would have gone into shock. However,
2: <laughs>
5: yeah. yeah,
0: probably for extra horror factor. Mm-hmm.
1: Gross. Let's go to the next room.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah. Moving on. Stepping free from here, uh, exiting from the room. You enter into a relatively eh, a decent sized chamber, maybe some dozen feet across, probably the better part of two dozen feet long. The walls here are covered in a series of, um, what honestly looks like open galleries that once held numerous paintings and other objects of curiosity and several glass cases. However, all of the display cases, all of the rest of that appear to be completely empty. (sighs) A large statue stands at the far end of this room. The statue itself being a depiction of a tall, powerfully built woman who stands staring out over all of your heads, almost seemingly looking into the distance, dressed in what seems to be a military uniform, although one far outdated. Hmm. Uh, I believe Cesare identified this previously, so I'll go ahead and give it to Cesare. Mm Mm-hmm. You believe that this is a depiction, since you'd, uh, all of you had actually seen a statue similar to this one previously outside of the tavern when you went to go and uh, face the Tooth Fairies, uh, that you believe that this is a depiction of the Red General, Charlotta Andos, who was the founder of Kentargo. Oh yeah.
2: Ah, okay.
0: She was a famed Taldane general from about 1500 years ago. As all of you have a chance to kind of take this in.
2: It animates.
0: You hear a shuffling. Nuts. off towards your right hand side the door opens up into this wider there's this wide archway that opens up into a larger room that seems to be a continuation of this exhibit judging by what you've seen up until this point you're going to guess that this is probably oh, no. the hall of historical truths
1: there's a mummy sarcophagus in that hall
0: as you look over though you see one two then a third then a fourth and then a fifth shambling figures seriously step out of one of the side rooms oh boy burned emaciated rotting corpses of five men or women making their way forward these creatures turn rounding out of the corner their dead burned out faces turning to face all of you before beginning to shamble their way straight towards everyone Gross. and let's go ahead and get initiative from the party I don't <sighs> imagine they
2: smell like blood incense do Please they? Please tell
4: me these are not the people who died in the night of ashes
0: Oh,
2: man. Oh, nuts.
6: They very well could
0: be. I know.
1: Will there be more than five of them?
4: Possibly,
2: maybe they only brought
6: five with on, them.
1: Maybe they only brought five with them, yeah.
6: Or it depends on how many were survived enough to be able to reanimate, possibly. Mm.
2: Yeah.
1: I didn't realize Asmodeans liked the undead so much.
6: Well, I'm not ready for this. Bomp, pom. <laughs> Me either. So <laughs> Boom. Cue up some combat
0: music. Two fights in one episode. Oh, my.
1: What'd you say that blood incense was used in the rituals of...
0: Oh, it's pretty much used for everything. It's just like uh, yeah. standard incense that they like because they like the way it smells. Probably yeah, okay. in this case to cover up the smell of rotting
6: corpse.
1: Great. Never All mind. right. Great. Good. I don't want to go to their houses.
6: Yeah. I mean, I tend to prefer sandalwood myself, but yeah. you know.
1: <laughs> I like a citrus. Hmm.
6: Combat begins. Adria.
1: Adria rolls a six for a 17.
0: All right. Lucia Serini. Mm. Lucia
2: rolls a 13 for a 20.
0: Hey. Good. Night Nightbloom.
3: Chesare rolls a perfect 20 for a 26. Nice.
0: nice. Brings us to Vittoria Scodato.
3: Scodato? What are the heck? Scordato?
0: I don't know. <laughs> uh,
4: Vittoria Scordato uh, rolled a 12 for a
1: 20.
6: All right. Nico and I Nicola are talking about Ita.
1: incense.
6: <laughs> uh, Nicola rolls a 5 for a 12. Oh, so. a 5.
1: We almost rolled the same number.
6: Yeah. Nice, mm, Sandalwood. <laughs> oh, right. The dead. Right. Sorry. All oh, right. Cesare, the you have first yeah. initiative.
3: Well, maybe All they're right. mummies. That'd be funny. Cesare is mm. going to take a stride action to get in the doorway so we can actually see these things because I can't see them from where I'm at right now. Oh, there okay. they are. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, a half
0: dozen. Just shy of a half dozen. A baker's wow. half dozen. <laughs> half so. <laughs> <cage there. laughs> baker's half a half. Dozen <laughs> baker's half dozen. That'd be six and a half.
3: A baker's half dozen. All right. Um, Half dozen with service. And then I'm just going to lightning arc the, the two that are closest to Cesare.
0: That's no, not broke. Yeah. Oh, All
3: right. Car. So, yeah, they need to make a saving throw DC 19.
0: Look at a three.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, and a 15. The three hey. is a
3: critical failure, and the 15 is just a failure.
2: So they're not very agile.
3: So I do 10 points of damage and then the critical failure one takes 20 points of electricity damage.
0: So the blast sears forward as you step step in chant and tone gesture. I can only imagine do that thing where you like point with your pinky and your index finger and like <laughs> lightning streaks between those two and then replicates on the far side of the room. As it sears between your two targets. Uh the one off towards your left, the one against the far wall. Blast against the wall, shatters the glass pain against the wall that was holding the uh, or the glass frame against the wall before slumping down the other one rocks to the side her undead gaze staring over towards you although of course eyes are missing and burned out
3: that's the end of Cesare's turn
0: from there we go to Lucia Serini
2: uh, okay Lucia is going to run forward five 10 20 25 feet to put me next to the other one that uh, didn't sur- that did survive the uh, electrocution. And then I'm going to power attack. Uh, that wow. is a 13 for a 24.
0: No. A 24 Alrighty. will critically hit your target as you what? slide in before diving to the attack ramming your Jordan. blade forward. Fighter
2: is always good for Jordan. This is what we've learned. Uh, I think people have
0: been making board. that comment, but I think also Jordan's just rolling better the last couple episodes.
2: <laughs> There's less rolling, uh, so the rolls thank are you, less ra- mean. Thank you, random damage dice. Uh, so that is 24 <laughs> points of damage. Piercing, if it matters.
0: A solid hit as you skewer through the front of this zombie, bursting out of its skull as the body there topples me. to the ground, falling still. There we go.
2: Cool. Now you're going to get mobbed. I'm definitely going to get mobbed.
0: Vittoria Scordato.
2: Uh, I am
4: going to run into the room uh, up behind Lucia. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll draw my sword.
0: Okay. So Vittoria rushes forward, draws her blade. Adria, Sila.
1: Um, okay. Uh, Adria is going to kind of move in such a way that she is about 30 feet from everyone. I step up next to Cesare, nod, uh, and then I'm just gonna do with, Oh, no, I already did three actions. So I have two actions to spend because I don't want to do that. Okay. I'll cast guidance twice once on guidance on Lucia. Cool. And guidance on Nicolo.
2: What right. does that do?
1: Uh, you get to add a plus one status bonus to one attack roll perception check saving throw or skill check before the cool. duration ends which is the uh, the start of my next turn so use it this next turn you have.
0: Rockin. That will bring us
6: to the zombies Oh no uh, <laughs> I'm slower than all zombies, the zombies? <laughs> All the
2: zombies
6: Piccolo was really discombobulated by that uh, murder display <laughs> yep.
2: sure.
6: uh, So the first one will go ahead and just
0: step so it takes a shamble forward. And then we'll attack out at Lucia. I mean, that's fair. Striking out with a 17 as it attempts to grab onto you. That's a miss. Very well. Uh, it is a zombie. Here go. It only gets the two actions. Bring us to Nicolo.
6: Oh hey, I'm not slower than all the zombies. Just one. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> I feel slightly better about myself. Uh, Actually, I think you were slower than three of the zombies, but
0: you killed two of the faster zombies.
6: (laughs) Good for for us, team. Hey,
0: go team. Take them off from the top of the initiative going down. That's what Final Fantasy X
6: taught me. Hey, yeah, that's true. Uh, Nikola will start by striding into the room. Seems like a good idea. Oh, yeah, there really are a lot of them. Okay, good. He'll take a second stride action to move in front of uh, Lucia to, I guess, hedge off as many zombies as he can.
2: You stop one of them
6: from jumping right up, right at me. And I'll go ahead and strike the one in the corner of the room that only I am currently facing.
1: With your guidance. Okay.
6: Yes, that was my plan. Nice. But thank you for the reminder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I roll a five for a 14. A 14 strikes your target hey. as you dive to the floor, whipping your weapon hey. around zombies. True. Uh, I slam in for seven with my morning star. A solid hit. The zombie rocks back, slamming into a uh, this open
0: sarcophagus that stands behind it as it falls back, hitting against that before stumbling
6: back forward towards you. It feels somewhat bad about ruining historical artifacts, but... I doubt they're real. I mean, let's hope they're not. Right? <laughs> Otherwise, I owe Assyrian an apology.
1: Oh, well, you know, the whole country is probably fine with it honestly
0: because I mean, like they
1: don't
2: know but <laughs> they don't know can't hurt them that's
0: um,
1: not always true but you know what I like it let's go with it
0: <laughs> that brings us to the next shambler kind of shambles his way forward use a move action to close and we'll go ahead and strike out with a fist at Lucia okay ooh 22 Up, oh, that's mm. actually a hit very well slamming the fighter striking for four points of damage as the fist slams into you again it slams its fist down onto your shoulder kind of fumbly flails at you grabs onto like a tuft of your hair and just almost rips as it's trying to grab a hold of you as it does so it starts to lean forward and its jaw almost distends as it begins to bear down on your head Bright. one of those eating zombies that's not great <laughs> the other zombie actually starts adjacent to Niklos, so it doesn't have to move
6: Yeah, so we'll well. go ahead
0: and uh, and strike out with that fist Beh. Uh, that would be a 13 to hit the rogue. A 13 glances off my half plate. Very well. So Slams trying to find purchase. It'll go ahead and attempt to attack again. This is a long shot. What else are you going to do? Ooh, that
6: would be a six. we Will a, a six, six hit Niccolo? I don't think Nicolo even moves out of the way <laughs> of that one. He's just like, I don't know where you were aiming, but... He puts his hand uh, on the zombie's forehead, just kind of holds it back. <laughs> it blows, like, all right, buddy, it's it's, it's personal space, please.
1: <laughs> let's all be congenial here.
6: Night
0: mm-hmm. Nightbloom.
3: All right. Well, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Those two are zombies adjacent to each other by Nicolo and uh, Lucia. Let's uh, let's blast them with some electricity, shall we?
0: All yeah. right. Shocking.
3: So they need to make oh. their reflex saves.
0: I've got a two
3: critical failure and an eight and a critical failure. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It turns out zombies getting out of the way of things is not exactly.
3: So I do 11. So they each take 22
0: (laughs)
6: gracious yeah no zombies and reflex saves go together <laughs> like water and oil apparently <laughs> yeah. i suppose as lucia
0: just kind of stumbles back from this thing an arc of electricity sears between the two of them as their heads explode and their bodies topple to the ground <laughs> <laughs> oh,
6: that was disgusting i mean good job but god <laughs> i believe cesare
0: has an action remaining
3: cesare will pet raven that's well. <laughs> his last
2: action. <laughs> You're like giving him know. a static
0: electricity. <laughs> okay. Yep. Give yourself a plus one temporary charisma bonus. <laughs> Man with cat. From there we go to Lucia Serini.
2: Lucia calls over her shoulder. Thanks, Cesare and Adria. And then uh, is going to take a step up next to Nicolo to face off against the last shambler. And well.
0: power attack. You step forward, slide in position. Bring your blade around, stab ahead.
2: Power attacking. Good hey. gracious! All right, <laughs> I nice. roll an eighteen for a twenty. There we go. Yeah, so let's say twenty-nine a good will day.
0: critical your target.
2: Yeah. Um. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, this is probably gonna end him. Uh maybe not. Um. So that is fifteen points of damage.
0: A solid blow,
2: <laughs>
0: shearing into the zombie as it topples back. Hitting the floor in a wet slap as it hits the ground.
6: Alright. That wasn't too bad.
4: So, um, h- how often do you expect to find zombies wearing nobles' clothing? Um. Two of these are wearing nobles' attire.
6: That's.
0: not good. As the figures fall still, from the chamber beyond, uh oh. All of you here. A voice.
1: Oh, we're still in initiative.
0: Lowered in prayer. Uh oh. Dark Lord of Hell, oh Prince gosh. of Lies, grant us guidance and strength. I will pick it up here next time. Oh no, yeah. we're still in initiative. Uh oh. We
2: should have. We should have known that yeah. this is going to be too easy
0: to just have a bunch of zombies. Yay. We found it. Or you found it. <laughs> Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash path.